Good morning and welcome to week 11 of the Always 100 podcast. Thank y'all very much for joining us on this live Saturday morning show. Uh, Three-person job today, so uh, we're going to have a good time. Got three games to talk about, uh, and this is the time of the year where uh, the real teams start to differentiate themselves. Weather's getting colder. Uh, It's going to be a great time, so... Uh, we're going to do that for you. Uh, also today, uh, like I mentioned, we got three games going. We got some best bets, the open mic segment and picks and that, and those picks will include the three Thanksgiving games Thursday on Fox, CBS and NBC. Uh, we will get to those in a few minutes, but uh, as for right now, I'm going to introduce my esteemed co-host. My first co-host is my Bob Mona, whose uh, Cowboys just just couldn't couldn't get the job done, but uh, against Aaron Rodgers, but that's okay. No rest for the weary because Rob, your Cowboys get to face a guy that you have beaten a lot from his time in the NFC East, Mr. Kirk Cousins, in the Was- uh, uh, when he was a member of the Washington Redskins at the time. So. Uh, just tell me how you're feeling about tomorrow's game on CBS at 4:25. We'll get we'll get back we'll get back to Bob. Bob, take your time. Don't worry, we'll get back to you. This is a live show. We're working through it. It's okay. My other co-host is my uncle Trevor. Uncle Trevor, your Steelers that nice win the other night against the Saints, and now you get to face Joe Burrow at home. And you guys are the all the other late game on CBS at 4:25. How are you? How are you feeling about your Steelers chances? tomorrow at home against the Bengals. Yeah, Pittsburgh, you know, has doesn't, doesn't have much of an offense. Bengals, normally I would really feel confident that Bengals would get revenge, but without, you know, Jamar Chase, their offense, you know, isn't, they're not as scary for sure. So, you know, Pittsburgh might be able to hang around. Well, they have the odds. The first yeah. game leader, so. Yeah, the odds say that you guys are only getting four points at home. So, I mean, they're basically, you know, it's, it's not, not exactly, uh, not, I mean, not, not exactly a really large spread. So I think you guys definitely will keep it close, but all right, let's, let's get to, let's get to this deal here. We got, cause we got college football coming up at the top of the hour and want to get you guys out of here so you guys can enjoy your weekend. Mom is back, I think. Mom, hi. Are you yes, back? I'm sorry. Yes, hi. Yeah, someone fraud departed from my credit card call. I was like, oh, I need to oh. take this call. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that that was sorry. fine. Sorry, that that was fine. We're, we're definitely we're definitely keeping in the botched uh, the botched cue for me because I literally <laughs> must not have heard that. So I'm sorry, botched cue for me, but. Before we get going, I know because we're going to talk about the Cowboys and the Vikings here in just a minute. How are you feeling after not getting the job done against Green Bay and, uh, you know, watching what, what Green Bay turned back into Thursday night on Amazon Prime Video? Oh, not happy at all. It's like, so Tennessee, a uh, uh, less superior team than Dallas could go in there and actually handle their business. But Dallas just blows a 14-point lead 
looks like hot garbage. You know, I, I don't know what was happening there. And let's just say, I told you this, I wanted McCarthy fired on the spot for not even attempting a field goal in overtime. I don't care what he said, all oh, the win, this, you know, you go for the points because even if they had missed the field goal, Green Bay would have had the ball at the same spot. So, it, you know, to me, it was a, a net-net. Um, I just really, really, really don't like McCarthy, and he was too chummy with Aaron Rodgers before the game and all this stuff. So I was feeling some kind of way, <laughs> you know, Sunday night. And then Thursday night, obviously, I was rooting for Tennessee. So I was happy that the Tennessee beat them. But like, what is wrong with Dallas? I don't understand how they just crumble. And I'm sure Trev will talk about it. You know, Dak Prescott sort of reverted to what Dak Prescott does. It's, you know, two interceptions in the red zone, in the end zone, and then another bad interception. So it's like, okay, I know that maybe see. Lamb ran an incorrect route. Maybe Dalton Schultz did. But sometimes you just, is he channeling his inner Russell Wilson? I, I don't get it. We have to be smarter. And the final point I want to say is Kellen Moore's play calling becomes his inner Russell Wilson. I, I don't get it. So we have to more. I, you know, yeah, Zeke was out, but Tony Pollard is, is fine. And then Davis who is, I believe, a rookie, he was doing well. Why not reach on get it? Yeah, Z14 points. Why are we slinging the ball around the field? I don't get it. And then our defense seemed to be off. That's why the offense needs to, you know, handle their business so everything's not on the defense. Mike Parsons got you know, shut down after calling Aaron Rogers a roach, which I was stupid. But that's with Dallas right now. I, I don't even take me off. So I think I talked about that last week. So I'm just I am I am <laughs> well, I'm done. I, oh man, I'm sorry. I this is the internet up here has been Zoom has been messing up up here. So I, I heard snippets of that and I hope uh when it processes it gets that whole thing because it didn't really quite register as well in my ear because you know the connection up here is not great but doesn't matter anyway we're gonna we're gonna get going that, that's just a cue for us to uh get get this deal going just before it starts to crash over here okay all right well Bob, yes thank you for those comments don't worry we're getting back we're gonna get back to you in uh relative short order because uh we get to fast forward to this week again the cowboys and the vikings is the main uh, marquee game of the week uh, on cbs at 425 with jim nance tracy wilson and tony romo on the call uh from u.s bank stadium so you uh you guys can you're gonna have your say and uh what you think about that game but beforehand uh we were thinking uh we were thinking of uncle jamie here today but uh uh, we'll, 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 we'll do, we'll do this game, uh, because he couldn't make it today. Uh, Lions and the Giants, it's in New Jersey. Uh, it's at one o'clock. It's on Fox and the Giants are favored by a, just the customary home three points. And that's it. I don't, I, that line seems a bit, that seems a bit fishy to me. Don't know why it's so low. 
Uh, but Uncle Trevor, we're coming to you. The Giants and the Detroit Lions. What do you have for us Sunday on Fox? I mean, Detroit, you know, they had a win last week on the road to beat Chicago. I mean, I guess, you know, the odds makers might have some respect. They didn't really have respect for the Giants. They just look at them as a product of a watered-down NFL, basically. That they're not really, they're not really as good as their record indicates. Unlike, was it Parcells who said, you, you are what your record is? Well, odds makers say, no, that's not the case. Giants are not. The seven and two, and the odds makers don't really believe it. Just stay with Minnesota. They got Minnesota underdogs on their home field against Dallas. They kind of disrespected them too. I um, I gotta pick New York. Yes, New York is probably winning, probably because they're coaching. I, I, I'm thinking talent-wise, they're, they're not any different than they have been in the past five years. But this coach is getting the most out of them. So that's um, it's just good to see somebody. A team overachieving. That's what the Giants are doing. Of course, when it gets to the playoffs, the reality will set in. But right now, they can enjoy themselves. Get another easy win over a mediocre NFL team. Sorry, I was on mute. Go ahead, man. Pick it, pick it up from there. <laughs> okay, so I heard this term yesterday. Has anyone or either of you heard of Daniel Jones being referred to as Vanilla Vic? No, that's that's the, the I, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley what wants to prop up Daniel Jones so much because they're both like going to be free agents and stuff after so after the season's over with. So uh, I think uh, Vanilla Vic is. I mean, I, I mean, on, on the scale of Nick Diggs, one pretty good. Not gonna lie, I, I kind of like it, um, but I, the difference is Michael Vick could actually throw the football. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the difference. Mm. I mean, Michael could throw. Mm. My, 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 she was my, like, my, "Well, I mean, yeah. maybe." I I mean, a little bit. I mean, Michael Vick was the number one pick of the draft for a reason. It wasn't just like it wasn't just because he was like electrifyingly fast. Like he had a cannon arm too. So I, I don't know. So where's the ball going though? Well, where was the ball going when they threw it? Well, that's that's true. I, that, that's true. Well, that, that, that's very true. I mean, but but then again, we said the same thing about Daniel Jones too. Daniel, where where are you throwing the ball? I mean, you wear you wear white, red, and and light blue. Don't throw the don't throw the yeah. ball to a team in another shade of lighter blue. How about that? Like, or don't throw to the Cowboys. They wear dark blue, or or, or the Washington Redskins at the time, like. They were red. Like, throw the ball to your team. Like, what are you, uh, you know? So, the difference with Vic is Vic threw so hard that, I mean, you know, you, you could uh, make the point that, yeah, well, where's where was it going? Well, yeah, the thing is, Vic, Vic had such an arm that the ball would just take off. Uh, just It would just take off, and you would never know if it would hit his receivers in the hands or hit the other receiver, hit the defensive backs in the hands. You just never knew. Anyway, good, uh, go ahead, my. Okay, so yeah, I, I, I heard that yesterday and I was like, okay, that is just totally ridiculous to compare Daniel Jones to Michael Vick just on many, many levels. But the Giants are having a resurgence, good for them. Uh, I agree with Trev that it's not going to last that long. Um, 
you know, Dallas will get their their second uh, swipe at the Giants on Thanksgiving Day, which, you know, is coming up next week. I can't believe it. Um, but as far as this game is concerned, um, I I want to pick Detroit, but I'm not. Um, they still have Jared Goff, and they won't have the luxury of playing indoors in a dome. They will be outside, you know, playing at MetLife Stadium. So uh, I do believe that while Detroit has good intentions, I think being the home team uh, is going to help uh, New York and, and if Barkley actually runs well and keeps the you know from fumbling and the Giants offense keeps from having a lot of um, offensive penalties et cetera et cetera I think that they'll be able to take over Detroit's defense and actually then win the game so unfortunately I think New York will win this week uh, make it a clean sweep. The Detroit Lions defense is not very good. I just let's just cut right to the chase. Their defense stinks. There just it comes right down to it. Uh, they made one or two stops against the Chicago Bears, and their defense actually was good. And then they traded away everybody, so their defense stinks too. But like, but that was the, the, like the difference was they got rid of people. Um, you know. I, I like Detroit. I, I, I have to be honest. I really enjoy. Um, I, I'm really, I, I really want to see Lions fans happy and Detroit Dan Campbell do well because, like, he, he he's like kind of a type of guy like I would like to play for. Weirdly, you know, because he's like he's like hard nosed and he really cares. And yeah, I mean, the biting the kneecaps thing was a little weird. I have to be honest. I'm, I, we were all not a big, not big fans of that. So let's let's not pretend that we were. Like we I thought that was were. funny myself. No, no, it was it was funny, but it was like weird too. Like really weird. Like yeah. wait, what? Like what do you, what do you mean? Dan can't. What do you? What do you? Wait, what? <laughs> so like it, it was you know, yeah. It, it, it's it's not. It's just the thing is he's just got to get some more wins. The thing he he's not going to win the NFC North. Minnesota has ran away and hid. Whether they beat the Dallas Cowboys or not uh, tomorrow afternoon, uh, that division's over. Minnesota is going to be twelve and five, maybe that they'll 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 run away. They'll, they've ran away with that division, so don't don't worry about. They're not going to worry about that. Could they potentially if they won this game, maybe make it interesting for a wild card spot? Maybe, may, maybe, but I think San Fran's a lot better than they are. So, you know, just Detroit has got a lot of good stuff with them. But look, the the, the New York Giants, I mean, simp- simply put, this is the second week in a row. I don't know what Vegas is doing. That, that line against the Texans closed at four. The Texans are one, seven, and one. And while we're just on the topic, I got the commanders minus three against the Texans, by the way. Just, just, just on the. This is why we're on the topic. Um, I have no idea why the Texans got that much respect. They're not, they're not a good football team. I mean, they were only getting four points on the road in Jersey in a hostile environment, in cold weather, like last week. A team that plays in a dome, and the same thing with Detroit, only getting the Giants getting the customary three points. That's it. Uh, I'm hammering the Giants. They're just a better football team. They're going to cover, and they're going to win. Hammering the Giants in this game. Okay. 
Um, next game. I guess I got. I guess I got to keep going because this is my team now. The Jets and the Patriots. And yes, I know. Like like a couple weeks ago, like Jets Patriots. Ew, why would we talk about this game? Oh well, I don't know. The whole AFC East is over five hundred. Bill Belichick is amazingly trying to get this ragtag team into the playoffs that literally has no business being in the playoffs because they're not as good as the Jets. They're not as good as the Bills. They're not as good as the Dolphins. But Belichick is going to find a way to get us in the playoffs because he's the greatest coach in the history of the league. And then once we get into the playoffs, we're going to get our faces kicked in. But he's going to get us there. Like, that's why. Uh, we're we're three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, we were three and a half point favorites on the road against the Jets. We managed to cover that. I, I, I truly have no idea why we were favored again in New York a couple weeks back against the Jets. I, I mean, no one can make that make sense for me. But uh, we're at home this time. Our crowd's going to be going to be jacked. Uh, we got a chance to really. We got a chance to beat the sweep the Jets. We got a chance the following Thursday night on NBC. On um, Thanksgiving to to uh, to beat the Minnesota Vi- uh, to beat the Minnesota Vikings in a primetime game. That's seven and four right there. Buffalo's coming to town the following. We've got two straight Thursday night games, so we got the one Thursday for Thanksgiving, and then the following Thursday at home against Buffalo. Buffalo's going to beat the- Buffalo's going to beat the brakes off us. Let's just cut right to the chase. The Patriots aren't being Buffalo, so. My thing is at seven and five, says seven and five with after playing 12 games. Mac is back a little bit healthier, got a running game going. Our defense is opportunistic, can make turnovers. I like, I like where we're sitting at. Um, if we could get this win against the Jets, look, the Jets are a frisky team, they're a lot better than all of us thought they would be. Uh, Robert Sala is keeping receipts and. Look, if he listens to this show, he's probably have to keep another receipt because uh, I, I I got the Patriots. I picked the Jets. Uh, I picked the Jets uh, in, in New York because I I did not like what I was seeing with the New England Patriots at all, and uh, our defense showed up and uh, did a number on Zach Wilson, which seemingly is what we always do when it comes to this guy. And the last time the Jets and the Patriots played a home game, Bob and Uncle Trevor, uh, we we beat the Jets fifty four thirteen. I just 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 to, just to put that out there, I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. Uh, frankly, I think it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be cold. It's New England in late November. It's going to be cold. We're going to run the ball. Um, don't really care what the score is. We're just going to get the job done. We're going to win the ball game. We're going to go to we're going to go to six and four on the year. Mom, what do you, what do you have for Jets and the Patriots? So, Quinn, remind me who the receivers are for the Patriots. Oh, that's that's actually a really good question. I think I think Kendrick Bourne Kendrick Bourne didn't get traded, so he's there. Butterfingers, or aka Nelson Aguilar, is there. Uh, Hunter Henry, uh, Jacoby Myers, and Johnny Smith. And then you got uh, Taquan Thornton, the, the second round pick uh, that runs a four two out of Baylor. Those, those are the receivers and the running backs are Damian and uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, I, I remember Stevenson. Uh, okay, so a couple of guys in your receiving core that aren't bad. You have a decent running back. Uh, the Jets are still trying to get it together. 
I thought Zach Wilson, you know, once he came back from injury, I thought he would be a little bit better than what he has been. Um, but the the Jets are scary. I, I don't think that you should just assume that the Patriots are going to win this go round. I think the Jets are going to, even though they don't have Brees Hall and a couple others, I, I wouldn't assume that it's just going to be a runaway win for your team. Um, the Jets are very surprising to me. They they're they're doing a lot better than I thought. Uh, I just hope that Zach Wilson has a better game uh, this week and. I don't know, Quinn. I think I'm leaning towards picking the Jets in an upset special. It, no, but but my thing is, uh, I I don't think that's an upset though. I have to be be perfectly honest. I think the Jets are just the Jets are a better football team. That's why I picked the Jets in in New York because they're a better football team than the Patriots. I mean, right? I, but you know, having you a know. good look as I know, having a good football team or a better football team does not automatically uh, assume that you're going to win. Well, that's but, no question. Um, no question about uh, it. But yeah, but you just went through this whole diatribe about how Bill Belichick is blah 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 blah. blah you know, yeah, stuff. I mean, but, it's but, like, but, oh gosh, and, you know, okay. just for no other reason, I got to pick the Jets because I'm what like, up, oh, what, gosh, when I hear that uh, mess. Okay, but but my <laughs> thing is, my my thing is, well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I I understand you're not you're not a big fan of us. I, I I understand that, but you know, and that that's fine. I appreciate that. But my but my but my thing is, if you're really being objective, and you watch the Patriots. They're the least talented team in their own division. They're not. They're not better than Kansas City or the Chargers. They're not better than Baltimore. They're not better than Cincinnati. They're not. I mean, they beat Pittsburgh, but they had Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. So I mean, I don't even know if you could count that. All right, and then the AFC South. I mean, we beat the Colts, but that was before. You know that that was when Sam Ellinger was in there, and they fired Frank Reich the next day. So, right. like, I mean, the Patriots are doing this with a team that has no business being anywhere near the playoffs. And guess what, Mom? If the playoffs ended today, do you know where my team would be going? To the number two seed in the wild card, to Miami for a playoff game in Florida. That's where the Patriots would be going with a team that has no business making the playoffs at all because they're not good enough to make the playoffs. But Belichick's gonna find a way to get us there, and then once we're there, well, as we saw in January in Buffalo in sub-zero temperatures, the Patriots will go up there, get their teeth kicked in, and that'll be that. So okay. that's all I'm saying. So, so, Trev, what do you think about this game? The Jets are another team like they're across city. From Patriots that are a fraud, <laughs> six and three. The six and three, they are not as good as the record indicates. England went in there and smacked them around in game one. They're going, the Jets do have a bye. They're coming off a bye. That's going to help them. You know, the guys are older. They got a week off to um, get relaxed and get you know get in physical shape. So you know, New England might not smack them around this time, but they're going to. The Jets are not. That good, they really aren't. They're they're playing good. I mean, they they beat, they beat Buffalo because of Josh Allen turning the ball over. That's that's why they beat Buffalo. It wasn't because they were they were this newly great team. They got lucky because the guy he's really making mistakes like crazy now. That's a play for Buffalo. But New England's a better coach team, more disciplined. And they're going to win. Wow, 
look at that. Look at that. So, Bob, you're a lone wolf in this one. Look at this one. Well, I didn't say for sure I was picking the Jets. And like I said, I oh. might pick the Jets just because of your diatribe about uh, Bella Cheat. Hey, hey, Mom. I'm, I'm sorry that we have the greatest <laughs> coach in the history of football. Oh, Lord. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Look, you, you, would tra- you would trade McCarthy for Bill Belichick like before I could even say, <laughs> before we even talk about compensation, you, you the Cowboy fans would kidnap Belichick and take him to Texas in a heartbeat. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, you guys... But yeah, go ahead. He's a general manager too, though. He's yeah, that's true. His own player. Yeah, that's true. That's, 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 that's true. He's a coach. He's, he, most coaches don't get to really pick their roster like he can. Yeah, but, but most can, coaches can... don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but most... that's why they really don't have. You saying they don't have talent? Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, that's true. He want guys who are coachable. He, he did try and get guys who are talented. Yeah, like maybe Chad Johnson, Randy Moss. That didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. Well, Ma- well, Moss, really worked Ma- Ma- Moss worked out. Moss worked. Moss worked out. Moss worked out. Chad Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Until, uh, no. but yeah, he wants guys who are coachable. Yeah, and I agree with that. You want guys who you know who are coachable. Yeah, no, I agree. No, no, I agree. That's, I mean, look, he wouldn't yeah. would have that in Dallas. No, to be over his head, looking over his shoulder, so well, he wouldn't do as good. Yeah, in that's true. No, he, he, well, yeah. That, well, that that'd be a great thought experiment. I, I have to be honest. I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think. Well, is it that he yeah. wants people that are coachable or people that don't challenge him? Because there is a difference. There is a. That's a good well, point. The there coach, is a the difference. Coach is the one you don't, you don't challenge your coach. <laughs> I mean, I was from a different generation. You just, you know. Yeah. No, well, yeah, you, you should you should challenge your coach. Right, that's me and mom agree on this. You should challenge. I I Why? agree with that too. Okay, uh, like like for example, I just said about Ke- yeah, but look, just like Kellen Moore, I talked about him a few minutes ago. He went from you know when when Cooper Rush was playing, he was more balanced, you know, leaning more a little bit towards the running game, and that was winning games for Dallas. As soon as Dak comes back, they got him firing 40, 50 times a game. And basically abandoning the running game. If I were in the offensive side of the ball uh, as a player, I would say, why? Okay, you know, be balanced. You'll call a better game. You know, put us in the position right. to win. Right. Right. And and, and, Bel- and look, and Belichick has been guilty of not doing that, too. The most infamous example I could give you is Super Bowl 52, a game that I just refuse to talk about. Because it's the most, it's the most just maddening game I've ever watched in my entire life. Um, Belichick literally took one of the at the time two or three best corners in football and had him sit right next to him for reasons unknown with a championship on the line. Like he he did that. Like yeah, I'm, I understand Kellen Moore talking about yeah. yeah I mean you know. You run the ball like your team. This is a great transition. We're, we're going to get to your team right now because this is a great transition because you're because your team. It's simple. You run the ball. You win. It's just that easy. I don't get this. I don't get this with Dallas. Why is Dak Prescott throwing the ball 49 times against the Packers? Why? Why? You have two running backs. I don't know if that Davis kid got 100 yards. But he was pretty close. All right, that that guy was that guy was running through holes all over the place. 
I mean, that's gaping holes. Y'all, y'all were like road grading people. All right. Zeke Elliott's back. You know, he's chomping at the bit because you know that guy hears, you know, oh, Tony Pollard's fixing to take your job, Zeke. Nick, you got, you got to get better. What are you doing? Tony Pollard, like Zeke Elliott's going to be ready. The guy's an all pro player. He, he understands that. He understands this might be it for him in Dallas. He wants, if it is it for him, he wants to go out with a bang. You, you, your team, it's, it's very easy. And my question for you, and really, I, I, it's not really a question. I'm just giving you the open mic here. You're, you're, you're favored by one and a half, which again, I, I find that, I find that amazing to me how, how you're favored on the road against an eight and one team at home. Like I, I, I that, that just, that just makes no sense. I think, Minnesota, there there was a stat there. Uh, I forgot what year it was, but Minnesota's like only like the seventh or eighth team in history to be eight and one or better, eight, have eight wins or better, and be an underdog at home. <laughs> I, I just I, like why? Like for what? Like like I, I don't know. I don't know. Mo. I'll just set it up like this. You guys, you you know your one weakness. You know I love your defense, and I tell you that all the time. I love your defense. The problem is your problem with your defense. It, it shows. can't defend the run. You can't you can't stop the run. Now the good news is I guess Philly can't stop the run either because they got ran all over. They got Washington ran all over them. Oh Lord, they, ooh that's a problem. And Houston ran all over them too. Let's not let's not discount that either. So the two of y'all are kind of similar. Great pass rushes can't stop the run wor- worth anything. You, you just can't do it, okay? Uh, you're the number one defense against the pass, or well, well, your number one defense in sacks, your top five in turnovers, and you're in the top two against the pass. So Minnesota, what they should do is literally run the ball down your throat. Now for you, as a one-and-a-half-point favorite, what you should do is run the ball. The problem is Minnesota can stop the run. You know what they can't do very well? They're 29th against the pass. So unfortunately, Mom, oh, in boy. a dome, in a dome, I I I I can almost foresee Dak Prescott throwing the ball 50 times. He might throw Minnesota two. He might throw you guys four. He might throw for 400 yards. It'll be a close game. It's gonna be a great game. But this is not my team. My team was my team was last segment. This is your team. You tell us what's gonna happen. Uh, because you got two big games in a row in four days. So tell tell us what you got. Well, I tell you what, I was really disturbed by the fact that Philly bolstered their run game again with getting Indomitian Sue. And I'm like, why can't we get some of these guys? We didn't get Robert Quinn back. We didn't get Sue. It's like we got Jonathan Hankins. What did he do last week to help shore up the run? You know, I, I don't know. There is, to me, Dallas needs a better GM, uh, someone who can actually, like Jimmy Johnson needs to do, be able to to see talent and and recognize talent and go after the talent. Um, That seems to be a big gaping hole for Dallas is, you know, finding that run defense talent. Um, And as far as Dak is concerned, yeah, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I think you're right that he will be still throwing the ball, but if we can get any kind of run offense going, I think we definitely should key in on that. And let's not forget play action, screen passes. We can do some of that stuff too. It uh, doesn't have to be Dak, you know, throwing the ball across the middle, throwing it far, you know, trying to get 
the bomb and touchdowns. Listen, I, I don't care if we do the dink and dunk and just keep moving the chains. I'm okay with that too. But just letting Dak unleash it, I, I, I have a problem with that because as your uncle says quite often, Dak is suspect. He's not very consistent. He's He makes poor choices. I don't think he sees the field very well. Um, I mean, look, I love Dak. I just wish he were a better quarterback. I, I just do. And I was a little jealous that Jalen Hurts seemingly, you know, got his his game together over the offseason. I'm like, okay, Dak, why aren't you using the guy that Jalen Hurts used <laughs> to get your game together? Or maybe there's just some things you can't coach. Maybe that's where we are with Dak Prescott. I don't know. But I'm hoping that our defense turns it around because uh, we need to find a way to stop getting Michael Parson double and triple teamed and let him be a force. But then if he's being double and triple teamed, that means someone should be running loose, being able to get to the quarterback. And I think we have a better chance at getting to um, Kirk Cousins than we did against that person at Green Bay. Um, so that could be a good thing for us this week. Um, maybe the defense turns it back on. So all that said, it is going to be one of those nail biter games. I absolutely hate, um, it's going to come down to the wire and it's going to come down to honestly, which team makes the least amount of, uh, mistakes and turnovers. And speaking of mistakes and turnovers, if we don't line up in the neutral zone and the, and overtime if we don't do a couple of things maybe we do go on to win the game that we that never should have gotten to overtime by the way um, but Dallas has to shore up those penalties they have to play smart ball they gotta you know just be on high alert because Minnesota is prime to beat them and I would not be surprised if Minnesota didn't beat them but they can't look past Minnesota to look at the Giants they really have to stay the course and just focus on Minnesota and then turn their attention to the Giants. But um, as you know, I never pick against Dallas, so not picking against Dallas, but it's going to be a, a, a nail biter of a game and it should be a good game. Well, it's, well, it's going to be an outstanding game. There's no question about that. I'll, I'll, I'll Trevor pick it up from here. What, what, what do you, what do you have? Because mom said a lot about the, this game here. Well, I said the Giants were a fraud, Jets were a fraud, and this team is a king fraud of the season. Eight and one, <laughs> and Las Vegas told everyone what they think of the eight and one record. I'm making them underdogs on their home field against Dallas. That's what they think of Minnesota. And I agree, they're a fraud. They're not eight and one. They are not as good as the record would indicate. Now, Aaron Rodgers doesn't. He um, Kirk Cousins doesn't own any team basically. Like Aaron Rodgers owns certain teams. Kirk Cousins doesn't own any team. And he can be rattled back there. I expect Dallas to get a pass rush on him and get some turnovers off of him. I guess Micah Parsons hasn't said anything this week. Maybe someone talk to him and told him to stop giving other teams bulletin boards material. Although it wouldn't really matter with Cousins. He's, he is what he is. So you can say whatever you want about him. That's not going to really change anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Pres- uh, Prescott is the key. Again, I think Dallas going to run the ball a little bit. He cannot turn the ball over. He has to play a consistent, a stake-free game and, you know, hit the open receivers. If he, if he can do that, Dallas going to win. 
That's that's the key. He he never he doesn't do that a lot. He's gonna make penalty at some point. I think Dallas is gonna win this game. I think Dallas is gonna handle Minnesota sort of the same way they handled the Giants on the road. So Dallas is gonna win this game. Yeah, Vegas knows what they're talking about here. Well, yeah, that does because I I thought for sure at this point Minnesota would be favored. Um, I mean Saturday Saturday late morning about to be afternoon. I I I I mean I thought they would be favored. I'm sorry, I just I just did not see this coming that the Cowboys would actually be they they opened up as two point favorites. Now it got bet down because everyone is like. Wait, are you are you joking? The cow the Cowboys after that performance are being are going to be favored now. What what what's in, what's what's not great for Kirk Cousins? I don't know if y'all know this stat, but uh, you know this dude is ten. And- wow, ten and forty. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> ten Man, and forty. Happen. I mean that 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 is that. That that is un- that's bad. I mean, and Mom, it's not like your guys. I mean, your guys eighteen and twenty four. I mean, that's not great. I, I mean, in fairness to him, that's not great. But I, um, but ten and forty. I mean, I mean, come on. What what what, what is that? I mean, and, and then and then what 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 really what really gets me. Is the Cowboys went up there two straight? Well, you guys play. You guys have played the Vikings four straight years now. Uh, one in Dallas, and the last three are in Minnesota. You, uh, your team went up with Andy Dalton. Was that before or after he got decapitated against the Washington Commanders? Not sure, but he went up there, and CD was making parallel to the ground catches and all that. They won thirty-one to twenty-eight. They went up there with Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, nobody had ever heard of, and no, we were not rushing <laughs> to see to sit down in our TV sets and watch him on Sunday Night Football. Come to find out, come, come to find out, man, dang, this dude can play. Wait a minute, and then he hit Amari with with a sweet throw. That was a sweet throw in the back of the end zone. Fifty seconds left, and Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins still got a chance to win the ball game. I, I, I mean, you got a chance to win this deal, and you don't get it done. Against the Dallas Cowboys, whose defense last year wasn't even close to as good as it is this year. It like the defense now is in a different stratosphere like, than it was last year. All right. And this is like mostly with the same people. I, so I this is so hard because the like Vegas is almost telling you like hammer the Cowboys here, even though like literally as we talked about off air, like the Cowboys have three games a year where they're just like, Oh yeah, you're the Cowboys. This is why we don't trust you. This is why you're never going to win a Super Bowl ever. This is why no one trusts you to win a championship. Like nobody, you're still the Cowboys. Like, you know, last week in green Bay was one of them. The game against Philly, I, I don't know that that wouldn't that that didn't count. That that didn't count. Um, you had a you had a backup quarterback in a hostile environment, and you knew good and well today that the Cowboys weren't going to win that game. That that didn't count. The game against Green Bay was the oh wait, you're still the Cowboys. This is why. <laughs> this is why no one respects you. 
Like, is this game on that level, Bob? Like, like you, you tell me. If the Cowboys lose this game, will people be saying, "Oh, right, you're still the Cowboys"? <laughs> like, you know, absolutely. We'll, we'll, okay, absolutely. Yeah, there, there's no question. Because um, I'll even be looking at them with the side eye, <laughs> like seriously. Um, yeah, I mean they they can't afford to lose this game, and then they very well may lose against the Giants, you know, a few days later. So they have to win this game in order to stay afloat in the conference, much less the division. So they 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 need to beat Minnesota. Um, yeah, I, it's imperative. Well, 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 you, well. In your ideal world, I mean, if you're if you're eight and three, uh, come to uh, come, you know, uh, eight eight o'clock on Thursday afternoon, you'll 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 be in a you'll be in a great spot. Real, I think realistically, you'll probably be seven and four. I mean, you're gonna. I mean, because I mean, you know, it's so hard to trust the Cowboys. Like, like, because like on Thanksgiving, like you guys used to own that stage. Now it's just like, oh wait. Like everyone comes in here and like bashes your faces in now at this point. What is this? Like, yeah. what, like what? What is going on? Like, like the cow. Like, so, you know, we'll, and we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that uh, a little bit later. Talk about the Thanksgiving games, but I, I because it's Kirk Cousins, mom. I think you guys have a better shot. Um, but I'll tell you what, uh, Trevon Diggs better be up to the task with Justin Jefferson. I don't know if you've been watching that dude. Mom, have you been watching him? Have you been watching Justin Jefferson? Have you oh, been watching been, that he, dude? He's been going off for sure. I, I, I don't know if I don't know how ten for one ninety three sounds to, sounds like to you, uh, but he did that against a top three defense in Buffalo, and in their building, by the way, ma- making one handed catches all over the place. I'm just like, dude, like, and, and the Cow- Cowboys defense. You have to know that when it's time, when it's go time, eighteen in purple is getting the ball. 18's getting the ball. Like, no one else is getting it. Not Ab Thielen, not Hawkinson, not that Dalvin Nobody. 18's getting the ball. So you better double cover him. Maybe triple cover him. And, and, take, and take your – if Adam Thielen goes off for, for, for six for 150 and three score, we'll live with it. Well, you got to live with it. Because if you let that guy go off, well, you're going to get blown out. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you, you better, you better do, I guess, well, uh, and look, Bob, he's going to have more for, he's going to have more than two for 20. I mean, he might, he might have, he might have that in the, on the, he might have 20 yards on the first play of the game. Okay. Like, you know, you know, that guy, that guy's going to get his, he's a great player, but you guys have to limit the damage because they got a trio of receivers and we don't really even talk about KJ Osborne. I mean, that, that dude's, that dude is nice. Like he he can play now. Like th- these receivers in Minnesota are no nothing to mess with. So y- your defense better be up to the task, um, because you know yeah. I think your offense will be up to the task. But will your defense come with him? Because now Cooper Rush isn't the quarterback; it's Dak Prescott, and they well, gotta act, you know go ahead, yeah, yeah, please go. Well, I'm just gonna say, I mean, you make a, an excellent point. Uh, my thought was we would rattle Kirk Cousins so he doesn't have an opportunity to get the ball to Justin Jefferson and company. But if we don't get to him and he does get to Jefferson, our secondary is trash. I mean, Trayvon Diggs, he's feast or famine. It's been a lot of famine, and he's been 
uh, taken advantage of a lot this season. Uh, I don't know if Anthony Brown's coming back from the concussion he's, he um, had last week, but we don't have any good safeties or corners, really. I mean, as a collective uh, unit, that they're bad back there. And, you know, Dallas never did do anything to upgrade um, the secondary. So you make a very <laughs> valid point that I had not thought of until, thank you, Quinn, you brought it up. <laughs> I'm just saying, well, I'm, I'm just saying, hey, Bob, hey, Bob, listen, listen, it goes on the other side, too. I mean, I know you're not a big fan of C.D. Lamb or you haven't, but you're a bit disappointed in him. I'll put it, I'll put it like that. Uh, Cowboy fans probably as a whole have been disappointed in him. Um, but excuse me, against Jair Alexander, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how eleven for one fifty and two scores sound to you, but that's all a top three corner what he, that he was doing that against. CD Lamb, the same CD Lamb that drops the football all the time, the same CD Lamb that doesn't sometimes doesn't show up in road games, the same CD Lamb that against the New York Giants dropped a eight dropped a seventy yard touchdown pass and he, and he was the only person in the city limited in New Jersey and he weren't near the football because there was no giant defender anywhere near him that CD Lamb oh yeah that CD Lamb went for eleven for one fifty last week and, and Minnesota can't stop the pass they just they just, they're just not very good they're not very good at it and hey you know what I you know one more thing mom I think you should you should try and hope for I don't know how confident Prescott is with running the football because I don't know I, you, you, you left, uh, you, you left when Josh Allen was out here, you know, put, you know, stepping on the nitro button here, you know, he, he was trucking people and left and right. And I, I know Dak Prescott's about four inches taller and about 30 pounds lighter, but like he can run a little bit. Now I don't know if Dak Prescott is confident in that leg, even, even a year or two removed from the injury that he's, he's willing to, you know what? Okay. I'm tucking the ball and running. I'm, I'm lowering my shoulder and I'm running over people like, you you know what I mean? So that, that's something you got to worry about. Cause I mean, this is a strength versus strength matchup. You, they, y'all can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. You bought, you guys both can, your offenses both can do uh, both of those things very well. Uh, It's going to be very high. Well, I think it's going to be more high scoring than people think, but I, I think I'm leaning just, I, I'm leaning toward the Vikings, but I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like I, this game is going to be really hard to pick. not going to lie. Okay. That was the game preview segment really quick. I know mom, you you got, you got pit going on in a couple minutes. We're about to turn on the TV here. Uh, well, I'll, I'll give you guys the four for the open mic, you know, you know, segment. You know, couple a minute or two for what your thoughts are for the last uh, four weeks of the NFL and what you guys are looking for as the playoff races heat up and the weather gets colder in the NFL. Uncle Trevor, open mic segment. We'll start with you. Um, I, it's, it's really unpredictable. This whole season is unpredictable, so it's hard to really predict how it's going to end. And like I said, I still think San Francisco. Is, you know, is, is, if they get into the playoffs, they're a team to look out for. Again, I just I, I, I like them over Minnesota and Philadelphia Giants. <laughs> Who else? AFC is a toss up. Right now, it looks like Josh Allen is regressing. This, you know, he's 
he's doubling down on what he used to do early in his career. Now he's doing it every game. Maybe Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo needs to start running the ball more. Don't have him back there passing so much. He won't make as many mistakes. But it looks like he has a city right now. It's probably their favorite in the AFC. Kansas City versus Miami might be a, a good AFC championship game matchup. And, um, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, my team is in rebuilding mode in the next five years, probably. Maybe 2030, we can get back to the Super Bowl <laughs> or contend for it. Not 2030, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Not 2030. Oh, how, oh, how, how do you follow that up? <laughs> oh, my. It, no, I, I don't know, but you're, you you, you got to try. You're, you're fixed to try, oh. I guess. <laughs> uh. Uh, okay. So I just want to start off by saying I just want Aaron Rodgers to go sit down somewhere. I am so sick of seeing him, hearing him, hearing about him. It's like, you know, you're the reason why basically your team sucks this year. You know, you were greedy, you took the money, and now you, you don't have the receivers you think you should have. Yeah, okay, Christian Watson's finally coming around. Great, wonderful, happy for you. But you just need to just go sit down somewhere. So retire, just go do what it is you do, and, and just be gone. Okay, that's number one. Number two, as far as um, what's happening overall, um, yeah, there's a lot of parody. Um, one thing I can say, not a lot of great football games. Last year was outstanding. We had so many good, especially primetime games. I mean, you were glued to your TV. Last week, there were so many games. I didn't even really want to watch Red Zone. I was like, ugh. I'm just like not into these these games. The quality of play to me has gone down from last year. Is that parody? Maybe. I, I'm not quite sure what to make of it, but I want to see uh, some improved play um, from, from all the teams involved. Um, now, as far as uh, the contenders going into the postseason, Right now, I would say I still think Philly is a contender to make it to the championship game. Um, they're probably the only ones I would say for sure right now because I was always afraid of Philly on paper over the summer, and I'm seeing reasons why. But yes, they can be beaten, and they have been beaten, uh, just like you know other teams were as well this year. Uh, I'm not sure if I put San Francisco in a championship game. I think they're still up and down as well. They're, they're not consistent enough for me to say they're definitely going to be there. Um, but Philly has a, the, the distinct possibility. Now, if Dallas gets their act together, yeah, they could be there too. But that's, that's a big if, you know, that's a really big if. Uh, on the AFC side, I think I like what I see in Kansas City. I'm actually upset that Juju Smith-Schuster got hurt. Um, hopefully he'll be okay because he was really coming around, coming into his own um, in Kansas City. Uh, I have quite a few of their receivers and Travis Kelsey on my fantasy team. And they actually were having Pacheco and um, I got the other guy's name. Uh, they were running the ball well. So Kansas City, to me, is the team to beat in the AFC. 
Um, also, thinking of the AFC, the next two coaches fired are going to be Brandon Staley and Nathaniel Hackett, both uh, fellow AFC West teams. And unfortunately, they're keeping Josh McDaniels in, um, in Oakland, or else he'd be the third one. So there might be a total shift over there in AFC West. Um, so, yeah, so right now my only contenders are Philly in the NFC to be in a championship game and then the uh, uh, Chiefs in the AFC. So that, those are my thoughts for a little over halfway through the season. All right, real quick, as we uh, will welcome to the afternoon, actually, and we're uh, watching uh, Pitt live on uh, the Always 100 podcast. Uh, first of all, thank you guys very much for joining us. And thank you for listening to the show. This is episode 106, week 11 of the Always 100 podcast. I can't believe it's already been 11 weeks already uh, of the, the NFL season. That is just, that is crazy, crazy to me. So uh, definitely been a great season. And thank you, Mom. Thank you, Uncle Trevor. And thank you, Uncle Jamie, who will be back with us. Uh, maybe not Maybe not for the Thanksgiving show, but the, the show after that. Uh, on uh, two Saturdays from now, um, uh, December the 3rd, I believe, for week 13 in the NFL. So definitely uh, excited to have you guys along, and thank you to everybody who's been supporting the show over the years. So, look, for me, it's very simple right here. Um, Look, I'm amazed. I'm just really happy. as you know, as a Pats fan, let's just start there. Everybody knows I love everybody knows I love my team, and you know, everyone knows that. I, I'm just happy to see us again in contention um, for us, just a chance to be in the playoffs. I know that's you know, for a six-time champion, that's not really the gold standard. But look, when you don't have Tom, when when your whole culture left and uh, de- thawed out in Florida and won a Super Bowl championship, I mean. You know, you're you're not, you know, you're you're not um gonna expect you're not gonna be expected to go right back to the Super Bowl uh when you don't have the most talented team. So really, really happy with what Belichick is doing. Uh two divisions uh that I want to highlight. They both happen to be in the East, <laughs> the NFC and the AFC East. Both divisions are 500 or better every single team. Uh, the Washington Commanders, with it, with an, which, which I mean, look, you can like them or not, like them or not. That was that's a hell of a win right there. I'm just sorry, it it just it just was in Philadelphia. That's a really that's a big time win on Monday Night Football. Um, for the whole world to see against your hated division rival with a backup quarterback who's probably better than the starter. And I keep telling y'all, hey, um, I will watch Washington Commanders football games as long as Taylor Heineke is the quarterback. So <laughs> I, I, I will be interested in every single game um, that, that, that they're into because the guy just makes things happen and makes it interesting. Okay? Mom, your team, I mean, look – your your team is in the playoffs. You're in third place at six and three. Like, like I, I just just think about that. Th- think about that for a second. My team's in last place in the AFC AFC East 
at five and four in a much harder conference. And the Patriots would still be in the playoffs, even in last place <laughs> in the division. So big ups to the Eastern divisions of the NFL. All right. Now it's about to be December. It's about to be cold. These are when the usual suspects play their best ball. You know, Belichick, Brady, Rodgers. I would say Wilson, but Russell Wilson has been trash all year long. The Broncos stink. Hey, he ain't going nowhere this year. He ain't going nowhere. The, the, the Broncos stink. I, I just leave it at that. Russell Wilson has been bad. Um, and and uh, the, the Bronco ownership is not going to take this one lying down. Uh, uh they they better start winning some games because it's not it's going to be ugly in Bronco country. I'll just say that uh, if they don't start winning some games because these owner these owners are not buy this team and give Russell Wilson all that daggone money to be three and seven because that's what they're going to be after the Raiders get through with them at four o'clock tomorrow on Fox. Um, what else can I say? Uh, mom, mom, mom and I kind of have the same thing. A lot a lot of these. A lot of these games this year have really not been great. I mean, the big games. Now, I, I will say the early games have been outstanding. The the one o'clock window of games, for the most part, amazing. Bills Jets, Bills Vikings. Um, there was a Patriots Ravens game early in the year that was outstanding. That was an outstanding football game. Um. We we've had some great finishes uh, in the one o'clock window, the four o'clock window, and Sunday night football and Monday night football, uh, very lackluster. Um, this week the the Sunday night game got flexed. It was supposed to be the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals, but uh, I think NBC was like, yeah, we saw Kenny Pickett in prime time against the Miami Dolphins and it didn't go well. So like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, like the, 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 the powers that be at NBC sports mob said, uh, hell no, we ain't seeing Kenny Pickett on, on national TV. No more. Nope. You see CBS. Y'all could have that. Iron Eagle. Y'all, y'all could have that. Iron Eagle. You, you have that game. Greg Gumble. Y'all could have that. But, uh, NBC. Nah, we, uh, we, 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 we want Patrick Mahomes. Uh, my MVP ladder real quick. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes about to win his second league MVP. The, the 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 guy the guy the guy's been mom the man without Tyreek Hill. Do you understand the man almost got three thousand yards passing? He got twenty five touchdowns, only got two or three interceptions all year. Like, like, no, I think he might have more than that. He's got like twenty five and seven. I think leading the league. Patrick Mahomes just that dude, mom. He is just that dude. Look, I, I'm a Brady guy through and through, but that bro. 15, 15 is like that, mom. There's just no, no other way. I, I can't, I can't, I can't really say it any other way than that. That man is just, is just, you know, he is just that dude. And he's going to take over as the face of the league when Brady retires, which I think is at the end of the year, uh, whatever playoff run the Bucks have, Tom will, you know, give it, give it his best whirl and, you know, and now once he's, you know, now that the divorce is over with, you know, maybe he could go focus on living his life and, you know, living the, a better quality of life now that, you know, he doesn't have to worry about that um, cloud over his head. But 
I'm really excited. This is the best time of the year, guys. I mean, the weather the weather's cold in the Northeast now. It's finally, it's finally cold over here where, where where we all live. So, you know, the, the the football starts to get a lot better now and starts to mean more once the days get shorter and the weather gets colder. This is the best time of the year. And uh, at least two of us have two, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the Steelers can make it interesting too, but two of us have teams firmly entrenched in playoff races for the next five, six weeks. So, uh, Mom, you and I are going to be sweating out every Patriot and uh, Cowboy game until the end of December, and hopefully for you, because I, I know the Patriots, they make it. They'll, they'll, they'll lose in the first week of January, but if for you, y'all might have a shot. <laughs> y'all y'all might, y'all might have a shot to get to your first conference championship game. I mean, forget the Super Bowl. I, I just want I, I want you to get to the championship game first. We're not going to talk about the big game. We're going to talk about the game before. You know, you guys have a chance, um, and the team to do it. Now, it's time for you guys to show up and do it. That's what I want to see. You know, that, that that's what I want to see the Cowboys do at this point. Just show up. Stop talking about it. Stop Jerry Jones. Stop telling us. Oh, yeah, I would have signed this guy. He look at do it. Do it. You want Odell Beckham that bad? Do it. <laughs> you, you know, you think somebody can help you on the defense? Do it. You're, you keep saying you're not getting any younger. So show us that you actually care about winning football games and games that matter. Like there's a whole group of Cowboy fans and football observers that may watch the Cowboys that are old enough to remember that the Cowboys have never, ever played in a game that mattered since they were born. I being one of them. So, I think Cowboy fans are kind of over that. So, I want to see the teams that we we bloviate about show up and actually prove to us that they're worthy to be talked about in championship contention. So, that's my open mic segment. And mom, guess what? It's time for picks. So uh, you, you, got, you, you got to tell us uh, who won last week. And uh, we're going to do week 11. And then we're going to do the three Thanksgiving games. I think we're all just going to be off and just going to enjoy football next week. So uh, go, go ahead. The floor is yours. Uh, let's see. I wasn't expecting that. But I do believe Jamie won for the week. I think he was a whole game ahead of the rest of us. And I'm just checking, just checking. Uh, Yeah. Yep. So Jimmy was eight and six and he won. The rest of us were just trash last week. I'm just going to say that. I won't put out what, (laughs) what, what our uh, final uh, pick score was, but yeah. So yeah. Good luck to everybody this week because we need to have a better showing. Let me tell you. you, uh, And we, we will. And that better showing, uh, Bob. Guess what? You're one up on uh, one up on all of us because all of us decided to think that the Packers would actually show up and actually repeat that performance against the, the against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, wow, you were the only one that wasn't wasn't a fool, apparently, because apparently, apparently you you picked the Titans out of spite, but you must have known something else. You must have known something because the the Packers look bad. Oh man, the Packers look bad last uh, Thursday night. They look really bad. Anyway, let's go. No more. I got... told you yeah. that they were. No, I was saying I told 
told you that Green Bay is going to act like a Super Bowl team against Dallas. That's exactly what they did. And then they went back to what they really were. That's all I yeah. got to say. Yeah, no, you were right about that. Uh, unfortunately for Cowboy fans, as Aaron Rodgers went to 8-2 and two lifetime against the Dallas Cowboys and won his sixth consecutive game against the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, not not great if you're a Cowboy fan. But Cowboys, again, have a chance to get it together uh, tomorrow afternoon on the National CBS game with Jim Nance and Tony Romo at 425. But before that, no more international games. That's over with. So we're going to start in Atlanta, the Chicago Bears and the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons laying the home three points. Mom, who do you have? Chicago. Uncle Trevor. Atlanta. And let me pick the Atlanta Falcons. I'll pick the Falcons at home. All right. Next game. Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo snowed out. So, unfortunately, this game is actually not in Buffalo. It's in Detroit in a dome. So, uh, um, one guy. Are we people on a Buffalo here? Because I think, let me get this here. Buffalo, even in Ford Field, is favored by seven and a half points against the Cleveland Browns, and I am laying it because the Browns are just not very good. Give me the Buffalo Bills. Uncle Trevor. Um, Buffalo. Buffalo and Mom. I'm picking Buffalo, but I'm feeling that Cleveland might upset them. Okay, so Bob has Buffalo on upset alert tomorrow in Ford Field. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia, should the Eagles, Mom, should, should your most hated rival, your other most hated rival in the NFC East, be on upset alert as seven-point favorites against Jeff Saturday and the Indianapolis Colts in Indy. Mom, what do you have? Uh, I'm picking Philly. Uncle Trevor. Indianapolis. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Um, I think Indy plus seven for sure. I, yeah, I, I, I feel Philadelphia is definitely an, an upset alert. I think I, I'm going to go. Ooh, do I, do I want to just pick Philly outright? Uh, do I want to pick Indy outright? No, because now I'll pick Philadelphia, but I, I think the Colts will cover. All right. Um, just a, oh no, I was, I, I was going to skip my team. Uh, the Jets and the Patriots are next up on the pick sheet. And I got the Patriots laying the customary three and a fish hook at home. So give me my New England Patriots, mom. New England. And Uncle Trevor. New England. Don't sound, don't sound so sad when, when picking the Patriots, Bob. It's okay. It's okay. You could you could pick us with more enthusiasm than that. All right. Rams, and uh, actually, Bob, uh, but, but honestly, don't have any enthusiasm picking this game. The Rams and the Saints are playing in the Big Easy. Um, do you have a coin down there, Bob? Do you, do you, have, a, do you have a quarter down there? I, I, this game is terrible. I have no – this game is just awful. Um. Matthew Stafford is playing, by the way, I heard, and yeah. I don't particularly think that matters because Cooper Cup's not there, and when Cooper Cup's not there, the Rams ain't no daggone good. So let me lay lay, lay the two and a half with the New Orleans Saints for me. Mom. New Orleans. And Uncle Trevor. New Orleans. All right. Detroit. 
getting three points at the New York Giants. This is a sucker bet to pick the Detroit Lions. Uh, I'm not taking it. I'm laying it. Lock and load the New York Giants for me. Minus three. Mom, who do you have? I'm picking the Giants. Uh, yeah. And Uncle Trevor. New York. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. Um, uh, the, the Ravens and the Panthers are playing. Like, I, I just don't think we need to waste time with games like this. Uh, are y'all, is anybody, speak up now if you're picking the Carolina Panthers. If not, can we just move on? <laughs> uh, move on. Okay. Uh, Trevor? <laughs> no. no. Oh, uh, is he thinking about picking Carolina? No. No. Yes. No. 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 I'm waiting. Did anybody speak up, Quinn? Yeah, he did. Okay, speak that's up. true. And he didn't speak up. Cool. So, uh, everyone's picking the Ravens and laying the 13 points, which was what you should happen. That's going to be a bloodbath here at the big crab, crab cake tomorrow. Uh, Washington and the Houston Texans. I mean, mom, I, I, okay. You, you're not going to pick Washington, even though you, you probably should. The Texans stink. Um, uncle Trevor, what, 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 what do you have? Washington and make it Washington minus three and a fish hook for me too. Uh, let's get to hey, the Trev. four. Trev, hmm? that was the hmm. first, uh, visiting team that you picked so far this week. Oh, yeah. Because, right. uh, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Who, I mean, who else would I really pick other than the Eagles? I mean, really, yeah. that's the only team I could really pick. I guess the right. Jets, maybe. I guess the Eagles and Jets. The Jets, too. Yeah, maybe I mean, the Jets. Detroit, the maybe. Home, teams in NFL, home field yeah. matters in NFL. Yeah. It does. For yeah. the most part. I mean, unless yeah. it's a really evenly matched game, but. And that's why the Colts are going to beat Philly. They're at home. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I look you you might you might be right on this one. I, I you you might be right. You're, you're making me thinking about changing that pick because I because because I, I tell you I did not I did not like the fact that the Eagles let Washington run forty nine times and run it down their throat like for for the like the tune of like two hundred yards rushing on forty nine carries. That was. Very, very concerning, but um, let's go to the late games here. The Las Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos uh, should be in Bill Simmons' poop fecta, which it probably is. I should probably listen to that show with Cousin Sal. This game has to be in the poop fecta. The Broncos are getting the customary home three points. I'm sorry. I, I'm just not picking the Broncos anymore. Give, give me give me the Raiders. I, I just, I'm not going to do it. Mom, what, what do you have? I don't want to pick either one, but I'm going to go with the, the Raiders. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would I wouldn't pick any, anybody either if I if I, if I was you, uh, Uncle Trevor. What do you have? Uh, Denver. Ah! Oh man! Oh man! Okay. All right, Uncle Trevor. Denver lone wolfing Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. In the mile high and very distraught city of Denver, Colorado, these fans are going to be restless and restless quick. I mean, are they more? Are they more distraught than the Raiders? Well, it's, the Raiders so that's close. That, that's close. Right. 
Yeah, that's well, that's a, that's a good point right there. Fire, they, can't, they, can't, they can't afford to fire. That's true. They're in, the, in the category of pit. Oh. The Raiders both can't afford to fire. Their <laughs> <laughs> Talk about, about pit basketball, uh, not pit football. Uh, yeah, yeah, pit that's basketball. Okay, yeah. There because they can't afford to pay them out. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, Trevor. Coming, coming to you right here, the Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. It's in the big ketchup bottle tomorrow at 425. That got fluxed out from the Sunday night game. Uh, what, what, what do you have here uh, on CBS tomorrow with Cincinnati getting laying four points? Cincinnati. And, Mom, what do you have? Cincinnati. Um, I, I want to pick Pittsburgh, but I'm going to pick Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's see. Make make it a clean sweep. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be quite as much of a blowout as if Jamar Chase was there. But uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would pick. I, I would. I would have picked the Bengals in a close game. But I. But you know, T.J. Watt being back actually makes a big, big difference. If if you're uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, that that guy is just a monster. I love T. I love watching T.J. Watt. All right, that takes us. To the game everyone actually cares about tomorrow, uh, the Dallas Cowboys hosting, uh, not hosting, the Dallas Cowboys on the road for the third straight year in U.S. Bank to face the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Bob, I think Mom is going to be a huge contingent of Cowboy fans. There were last year for Sunday Night Football. You can probably expect the same amount, if not more, uh, this week, uh, tomorrow in Minneapolis. Uh, what, what do you have? For the Cowboys and the Vikings, really, really, like, what do you think the score is going to be? I know what you're picking. Oh, I'm gonna say, what are you asking me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, um, I think this is going to be a 30 to 27 game, Dallas. Is it like Cowboys, like walk them off in the final seconds type of thing. Something close like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Uncle okay, Trevor, what do, you, what do you have here? Uh, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel good about it after watching Dallas last week. I, I, I don't. I, if Kirk Cousins was playing any other team, I, I'd probably pick the Vikings because there's just, just no way. There's absolutely no way the eight and eight and one team should be underdogs at home. That just, that just makes no sense whatsoever. And I think Vegas is trying to fleece us out of money, trying to lay, lay in the one and a half against Dallas uh, on Dallas. They're trying to fleece us, but. Um, th- this is this is just a stay away for me. I- I'm gonna pick Dallas to win the game, but I- I'm not very confident, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But then that takes us to the left coast for Sunday night football. The game, the other game that was supposed to be any so- somewhat good this week, the Chiefs and the Chargers. And and mom, you know what the bottom line with this game is? As long as Brandon Staley's the coach and he's playing in a prime time game, pick the other team. Kansas City is going to beat the brakes off them. This is not going to be close. Uh, Pat, Patrick, Bob Patrick Mahomes might throw for four hundred yards against them. I That'd just, be nice. I, yeah, he, he yeah, <laughs> it'd be nice for my fantasy team too. Uh, I got the, you know what, lock and load Kansas City actually for the second time in this segment. I locked and load so, loaded somebody. Kansas City laying five and a half. Give it to me, please, uh, Uncle Trevor. Uh, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't. I think the Chargers, you know, they kind of they lose a lot of close games. I, even the first game, they probably should have beaten Kansas City. Really, the game, yeah. first game this year. 
Hmm. Well, I guess Kansas City will win in a close okay. game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could pick, you could bet. I mean, Chargers plus the points probably like for you would be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, well, you bet it up, bet it up to like, yeah, just bet you bet it up to like seven. I would bet up to seven or ten, maybe. I wouldn't yeah. bet this game. I'll leave this game alone. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I, that, that's also Chargers. smart. <laughs> smart don't bet this game it's a great idea actually <laughs> yeah don't don't do it it's a yeah and if you're gonna do it probably bet the over honestly i would think the total is 52 you you could probably bet that down if you fiddle with it bet you know bet the total down to like 47 48 maybe and then go over you know you, you probably get probably get decent odds with that just fit, you know. Uh, that's what I would do if you want to just en- enjoy the winnings of your <laughs> enjoy the winnings of your parlay. I wouldn't pick a side in this game. I also would uh, stay. I would stay away from the Cowboys. I would, you know, I would stay away from that game too, uh, and probably just watch that as a fan. I would, I would say, um, but th- that's just my view on it. Um, the Monday night game. Uh, actually, I lied, guys. We're actually have more international football. Um, the Cardinals are, are getting eight points against the 49ers in Mexico. Um, the only question is, is this game going to be close or do we all, are we all going to have an early bedtime? Are we, do we, do we all, do we need to even watch this game tomorrow night, Miles? Do we do it for Monday <laughs> night? Do we even need to watch? Cause the Cardinals stink. I mean, they're not very yeah. good. You, you know, they're not very good. Yeah. Kiff, Cliff Kingsbury is also on my about to be fired list, but, um, I'm, I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think San Francisco is just going to just annihilate them in, was it Mexico City, I believe? Mexico City, yep, yep. Yeah. So I'll watch it just to see what happens, but I'm picking the 49ers all the way. And by the way, I picked Kansas City for Kansas City in the church. That's fine. Yeah. That's, oh, did, did, I, did I come to you? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. Well, yes, I do apologize. Sorry about that. Um, yes, uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas City for you, and uh, you got the 49ers. I got the 49ers. I'm not sure if I want to lock and load the minus eight, but uh, yeah, uh, 49ers for me, Uncle Trevor. Uh, San Francisco, 31-17. Yeah, I that think that's a good good call right there. I, I'll do San Francisco. I, I don't know. Can they score thirty points? I mean, eh. well, they're not going to allow. Uh, I'll, I'll do. I'll do thirty-one. I, I, eh, eh, mm. yeah, 17 is a good score. I ain't going to lie. That, that is a good score. Uh, <laughs> that, no, I, no, really, that, that is really a good score. I, I didn't. I, I kind of, I kind of wanted to do the same score, honestly, but. Um, yeah, I, I'll do. I'll do. Yeah, I'll also do thirty-one seventeen. That that is a pretty good score, Bob. I'm actually going to do thirty to ten. Thirty to ten. Yeah, we we all kind of were in the same boat here. Okay, uh, one last thing before we go, and Mom, we'll get you out of here. Uncle Trevor, we'll get you out of here. Maybe uh, go to the casino or to, to watch watch some football. And I'm gonna probably do an open gym, uh, with basketball here. But we got three games on Thanksgiving, just because we don't know what anybody's travel uh, plans are yeah what what it just gave up a touchdown Goodness oh crazy. oh okay i was gonna say i was like oh wait you don't want to pick the thanksgiving games now okay wait sorry no so, no sorry i thought no. i was still on mute <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's okay 
All right, Bob. Let, let's well, go. Let's go real quick. Bu- Buffalo. Yeah. What's up, Uncle okay. Jerry? I mean, we don't know the injury stat. We don't know what's going to happen, though. But okay, we'll, we'll go. We'll go there. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Let's. let's maybe we should wait. Maybe we should wait for picking those games. We'll just text each other. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know what? That's yeah. fine. We'll we'll text each other. Okay. So that's the end of the week eleven show. To look forward to Thanksgiving week. Uh, three games. Vikings, uh, the, the early line is the Vikings by three against my Patriots on NBC. That's the late game. Buffalo 10-point favorites at Ford Field against the Detroit Lions. And, Mom, for some unbelievable reason, the Vegas odds makers have you guys as the early line of a seven-point favorite against the New York Giants. I, I have no idea why that line is that high. They're trying to tick off the Giants. Seven points? Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the whole disrespect we were talking about before. I mean, it's going to be a uh, closer game than that. Although, I'd be happy if, if it weren't. You know what? You know. I, I, I am. If this line, I am hammering the Giants plus seven. If that, if that is, if that's the, that is crazy. There's, there's no way the Giants should be a seven-point underdog in Dallas for Thanksgiving. I, and I, I, I understand the last few times the Giants have come there, you have literally mollywhopped them, like, for the entire world to see. I, I understand that. But that that's, um, yeah, that that's, uh, that, that's strange right there. Um, a couple other games that are a uh, couple other games that are might might be interesting. Uh, the Sunday night game next week is the Eagles. That this the Eagles Packers line is okay. The preliminary line here is the Eagles minus seven Sunday night next Sunday night against the Packers on NBC. The Rams and the Chiefs are playing an Arrowhead, which is just going to be a bloodbath because the Rams can't score, they can't stop people. And uh, that that's not going to be pretty on uh, on uh, on Fox next Sunday at four twenty five. Um, another game that caught my attention: uh, the Bucks only getting three points, only laying three points against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. That's the that's one of the big one o'clock games. And another one that was interesting. Well, actually, a couple that were interesting. The Washington Commanders and the Atlanta Falcons in Washington in Landover. That's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting game because again, Washington is just a watchable football team with Taylor Heineke, and the Falcons are just watchable in general. So I kind of like that game. And the last one is the Titans and the Bengals, which I, I mean, I honestly the Titans may run away and hide with this division if you know. If they're not careful, because they're seven and three, like like I, I don't think people like actually realize that the Titans are good, <laughs> like you know. So you know they're 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 seven and three with a nice win, uh, and that game is in Tennessee. So those are a couple games that I had my eye on, guys. Anything else before we say sayonara and enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday, Mom? Coming to you first. No, just uh, everyone gobble, gobble. Enjoy your uh, holiday week. Enjoy lots of football and have fun.
Uncle Trevor, any final words for the Thanksgiving weekend? No, I don't have anything. All right. Well, thank you all for watching, and thank you guys for listening to the live uh, Always 100 podcast. We are done. Um, I don't know. Don't don't think we're. I don't think we're gonna have a show next week. I, I don't think. I don't know, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Because literally the the games that we will want to talk about are all going to be played on Thursday. So um, if we don't have a show, we will see you December 3rd for week 13 in the NFL. Uh, the whole crew uh, will be back on that Saturday for that. So uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be on the show together and we'll uh, start talking about the home stretch of the NFL season as the games start to matter even more than they do currently. The playoff races are heating up. But that's it for us. Follow the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and the McKenzie Report Facebook group. But uh, that's it for Quinn, Mona, and Michael Trevor. Thank you very much for listening, and enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday with your friends and family. Watch some football, enjoy some food, and stay safe. We will see you December 3rd for Week 13. And happy Thanksgiving. Go, Cowboys! Go Pats. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Bye-bye. Bye.